0: the time she simply thought of as before. Bonaventure Arrow was conceived during an evening twilight, the fruit of a casual Catholic and a fallen-away Baptist who'd made unwed, unrepentant, consummated love on a Sunday in May of 1949, with a tenderness and a passion uncommon in two so young. Bonaventure's parents, William Arrow and Dancy Roman, had met at a place called Papa Jambalaya's, a gumbo joint out on Achafalaya Road, where food bit the tongue and liquor stung the eyes, and some creoles from Opelousas played hot zydeco. Cigarette smoke and drugstore cologne twirled the room on the heels of the two-step, while trills of laughter, hum, and sizzle accompanied the band. And every now and then, off to the side, came the cracking sound of a break shot in a game of Crazy Eight. The first time William saw Dancy, he lost his breath completely. By the time she reached his table, he barely had it back there was nothing but the sight of her. No smell of creole cooking, no beat of stomping feet, no sound of strummed on washboard or of button accordion song. Never in his life had he been so enthralled. The curve of her cheekbone transfixed him. The sweep of her jaw threw him down, and the delicacy of her earlobe ran off with his heart took everything he had not to put his hand on her face, just to know for an instant what that would be like. Dancy touched the nib of her pencil to the tip of her tongue, placed it on her order pad, and asked if he'd decided. He couldn't stop staring long enough to reply. The tip of her tongue might as well have been a lightning bolt that struck him in the chest. She smiled when he fumbled to find his voice, and recommended the chicken étouffée. He nodded, and said, "That would be just fine." What's your name? He blurted out as she turned to walk away. She hesitated a bit. He was a stranger after all, but he had such an innocent face. Nancy, she replied. What's yours? William. He ate dinner at Papa's for several nights running, taking four hours to drink three beers. He wanted to be wherever she was. Every night they talked to each other and joked around. William tried to get up the nerve to ask if he might take her home. He'd rehearsed it at least 500 times, but couldn't get any further than asking about the special. And then, on the seventh night, ignoring the oceans of blood that roared in his ears and the winds of anxiety that blew his mouth dry, William Arrow's last nerve finally came through. Papa's was noisy as usual while he waited for a table in Dancy's section, but he was patient and determined. "'Hey there, William. Need some time to decide?' "'Not tonight, Dancy,' I know exactly what I want. Well, good. The food gets here quicker if you tell me what to bring. She winked at him and did that pencil-to-tongue thing. After a good ten seconds went by, Dancy started to say he would have to speak up some, but the look on his face made her words turn back. Her blue eyes found his brown ones, and their gazes locked in tight. There was no one and nothing else in that time and place, for as long as it took life to turn inside out. I don't want any food, William said. I just want to know if I can see you home tonight. That is, unless you've already got a ride. She didn't say anything right away. She was lost in the brown of his eyes. Several seconds ticked by before she managed to tell him that she got off at 11 and, no, she didn't have a ride. She said she walked because home wasn't...